from 9 to 17. After these things, I looked and behold a great multitude which no man could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, tongues, standing before the throne and bearing and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders of the and the four living creatures fell before fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God saying amen blessing and glory wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever amen then one of the elders answered saying to me who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Let's read Romans chapter 12 from verse 3. Romans chapter 12 from verse 3 to 8. The Bible says that, For by grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For us, for us in one body, we may we, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them in prophecy in proportion to our faith. If service in our serving the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exalts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does act of mercy with cheerfulness. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in Revelation 7, it paints a picture of many people of all nationalities, of all tribes, of all ethnicities, of all colors and creed. Many people. But they were all wearing white robes. And the angel or the elders asked John, what does this mean? And he said, yeah, I don't know. And he said, these are the ones who have washed their clothes in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. So it paints a picture of heaven, if you like. And that picture is reflected in Romans. You know, when Paul, when Paul wrote the Romans, he said something. He equated all these tribes and all these nationalities to a body. And a body has many different facets, different functions, different the eye is different from the nose, the nose is different from the mouth, the mouth is different from the ear. All of them fit together to form one body. 
Amen. And so we are many members, but we have one body. If you read Romans, you see Romans, the book of Romans is very, very powerful. Uh, from chapter 1 through to chapter 11, Paul was talking about salvation. How grace has saved us, if you like. Uh, he says in, uh, for instance, he says in 3.23, Rome, for the wages of sin, isn't it? Is death. And then he goes on to say, all have, all have sinned and have come short of the glory. And then 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. And in 8, uh, he says, um, in five, chap chapter 5, verse 8, he says that, and God commended his love towards us in that world where yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. And then he goes on to talk about all these things leading to uh, Romans chapter 12 where it talks about I now after telling you all about salvation I beseech you brethren by the message of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable which is your reasonable service and then he goes on to say and do not conform to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind he said that because if transformation only comes when your mind changes how it is programmed. Otherwise, your mind is programmed towards the world system. How many will agree that the world system is, is designed in such a way that we feel superior to another? The world system is designed in a way that we feel that we are better than somebody. This country feels they are better than this country. That country feels they are, they are better than the other country. But, but you see, if we are thinking that way, then we, we cannot really achieve the purpose of Christ in our lives. So he says that let us be transformed by, verse 2, let us be transformed by the renewing of our minds, the way we think, so that nobody should think themselves highly, verse 3, because nobody should think of themselves highly than they ought, because God has given us grace. All of us have grace. Amen. So don't think that you are superior. What brings about fightings, what brings about conflict, what brings about hatred from one, uh, uh, jealousy from one country to the other and brings all these schisms and isms, it is because of our minds thinking that we are better than the other. Am I making sense? You think that somebody, you, somebody is inferior to you. Amen. These people are coming from poor countries. So let's block our border. Let's build a wall. Let's put crocodiles behind the wall so that they can't alligators. jump. When they jump, the alligators will get their legs. But how many of us truly chose that uh, as you are about to exit the womb, you choose country? See, country of choice. Uh, you, you choose... As uh, uh, the representative of uh, uh, Cameroon was saying, I mean, if he got the opportunity, who choose that country he came from? <laughs> Are you with me? In fact, none of us, if after knowing the facts that he gave us, would choose to go to Cameroon as your, your place of your choice, country of choice, to go and live. Are you getting what I'm saying? But none of us chose where we came from. It is by grace. God decided to put us where we came from. Amen. 
So if we have come from there, why are we feeling superior to, the, to somebody else? Why do we think that we are better off than somebody? It is only by grace. Hallelujah. That you, you come from where you come from. And somebody else doesn't come from there. Otherwise, you would have been on the desert. Hallelujah. Trying to pedal a rubber dinghy across the ocean. You are looking at me. <laughs> How many understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it is just grace that has made us who we are. And so now that we are here, let us understand that if we are going to go forward, then we must not think of ourselves highly. And we must also see that God has brought us all together and given us one family. And we all come from one family through Jesus Christ. Are you with me? The Bible says that he is the firstborn. He is the firstborn of the dead. And as he is the firstborn of the dead, we are akin to him. And if I am related to Jesus and you are related to Jesus, then we are related. Is that, does that make sense? If I am your brother and he is your brother, then obviously we are brothers. Amen. That is why we in this room must understand that the bond that holds us together is stronger than family. It's stronger than national colors. It's stronger than uh, blood, if you like. Hallelujah. So I want to see people marrying from different colors, different countries. I want to see people marrying from different places. I want to see uh, 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 Caribbeans marrying Africans, Africans marrying South Americans, South Americans marrying uh, 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 Asians, Asians marrying uh, Australians. Hallelujah. Am I making sense? Because what is holding us together is not just our country. It's not by, by, by tongue that we speak. It's not by the tribes we come from. Are you with me? Because you, you go to a place like Nigeria, for instance, there are some tribes that feel uh, superior to other tribes and will not allow, allow uh, their, their children to marry from another tribe. When you move from there to, to countries, there are countries that will not allow... Uh, they are, they are children to marry from some countries. But this afternoon, God is telling us that we must change the way we think. I'm not talking to somebody. We must change how we process things. Because what is holding us together is bigger and is better than, than the country we come from. Than the, the, the flags that we represent. You see, what we must understand, especially most of these flags here, they were not designed, they were just carved up. Some people sat in a room and decided that from this place to this place, we'll call it Rhodesia. From this place to this place, we'll call it Mozambique. From this place to this place, we'll call it Botswana. From this place to this place, we'll call it South Africa. But it was one land. If you go to a certain place, you have the same tribe, but they put a border here. So this is a different country. That's a different country. They speak the same language. They come from the same place. Their ancestors are the same. But some, some, a foreigner came and said that, no, we are dividing you. We are two countries. And now, you see, this country doesn't relate with this country. Hallelujah. But the superior blood of Jesus has brought us together. We are now one body. We are now one family. 
So, so you are not different from me. You are my brother, you are my sister. When I see you, you are my sister. So I keep you in my house. I love you like I would love any sister that comes from where I come from. Incidentally, where do you really come from? Recently, uh, they were doing this. I, I don't know whether you remember. Recently, they have this ancestrate. People are trying to find the ancestrate. And there was, really, would you see one, but one person coming from one particular geographical location? Because you see that you have about four or five or six ethnicity inside of you. You are 4% <laughs> Scottish. And these are black, very black people, 4% Scottish, 7% uh, uh, American, uh, Aborigines, and then 40% uh, African. But you are proud to say you are Nigerian, but you have a percentage of, of Scottish that you don't even know about. Hallelujah. So the, the blood of Jesus is what uh, that authenticates our family bond. It bonds us together. And that is superior to the blood because the blood we have seen is not pure because it has a lot of percentage. How many have checked yours before? Yeah. Uh, you, when you check your own, you realize that you come from a lot of places. Somebody saying that they have Italian blood. You look at your face. Does, do you look like Italian? <laughs> Hallelujah. So Jesus, his death on the cross and his resurrection. And the Bible says that and everyone that believes on his name, the same becomes born again and becomes part of that innumerable company part of the company that John saw who had palm branches in their hands and wearing white robes and these are the family from all nations, all ethnicities, all tribes, all tongues being represented and they did not see themselves as different. They saw themselves as one body and I pray that from today we will see ourselves as one body, as one family under the banner of Jesus Christ. So that it is not a Ghanaian church, it's not a Nigerian church, it's not a Zimbabwean church, it's not an African church. It's a church of Christ under the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I brought my, my Zulu things, they didn't allow me to wear it. But I'm a Zulu boy. Eh? It's okay, put it down. You don't have to show my country things. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, I feel more at home. I feel more at home in, in, in South Africa than I feel in Ghana. I, I was born in Ghana, but I see myself as a South African. And, and, and I'm saying that for you to understand that where you come from doesn't really matter. It is where your heart is that matters. And our heart has found a resting place in Jesus Christ. And I pray that we will become, we will become king. We will become a king to God. Stand.